0: I'm Josh Cooperman, and this is Convo by Design. Technically, it's Convo by Design. In reality, this is another episode of Kyle Bunting and Friends. A few months ago, you heard an episode of Convo by Design featuring Fern Santini, Lauren Rote, and Jan Showers. That episode included and was orchestrated by Kyle Bunting. Kyle and I have gotten to know each other oh, a little bit over the, uh, over the last few years. We were talking one day, and this idea just came up. Got legs, sprouted wings, and before I knew what happened, Kyle offered to put this all-star panel together for an episode to be featured on the Convo by Design spinoff called Lone Star House of Design, which focuses exclusively on design emanating from Texas. It sounds kind of complicated. It's really not. You can check all of the previous podcast episodes on your podcast source of choice and find everything previously referenced. Make sure to to listen to that episode if you haven't already because it's fantastic. So back to the story. While Kyle and I were were talking after that episode with Lauren, Jan, and Fern aired, I mentioned this idea with another Convo by Design alum, Timothy Corrigan. And Kyle was like... I have an idea what is about to follow in two episodes because it could not be packaged into one is an incredible two-part conversation about European rugs, collaborations, artistry in Hyde and history of rug making. This is part one of our conversation. You are going to hear about partnerships, European rugs by type and the process by which Timothy Corrigan imagined his Chateau collection. And Kyle set out to create it. This is a soon-to-be classic tale of creator, designer, and artist craftsman working together to produce something exquisite, delicate in appearance, but durable. An heirloom-quality rug made from the earliest sourced materials. Are you subscribing to the podcast? If not, please do. So you get every episode automatically when they're published. You can find Convo by Design everywhere you find your favorite podcasts. And now you can find us on designnetwork.org, a destination dedicated to podcasts, all things design and architecture. So make sure to check that out. Convo by Design is presented by Walker Zenger, a progressive brand that was built on a promise to provide designers, architects, and homeowners with the right materials to do their best work. That promise is fulfilled every day through a commitment to provide the best ceramic, glass, stone, porcelain, and concrete surfaces and finishes. But it's more than that. Walker Zanger believes strongly in serving the trade with a trade program that makes the specifying process simple and easy with the support you need. They have been staunch supporters of the trade since 1952. In 2020, I launched a partnership series with Walker Zanger called The Showroom. These intimate interview series conversations showcase some of the best creatives in the business. We just ended season one, which had some amazing names, and if you want to check them out, please go back through the podcast catalog and find any episode entitled The Showroom so you can hear these amazing conversations. And if you haven't stopped by a Walker Zanger showroom lately, you're missing out and you need to go check them out. Walker Zanger is on the cutting edge of design, featuring products for every style and architectural feel you can possibly imagine or create. So check out any of their showrooms across the country or shop online. WalkerZanger.com Knowing the both of you. The way that I do, and having spoken to both of you in the past and having such a fondness for both of you, I don't think that I can, I can do this justice in 40 minutes. We may have to go to a part two. So as long as you're both <laughs> willing to go to a part two at some point. It's so good, Tim. So, you know, this thing turned into such a thing. Kyle and I met and I, I started this this Kyle Bunting and Friends spin-off of Convo by Design, just because it's so perfect. Relationships really are at the center of what we do, right? And I want to say that, and correct me if I'm wrong. And Kyle, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this to you first. Did you two meet and start working for the first time around Greystone, or did you know each other before?
1: Uh, I think we casually knew who each other what were, um, uh, but Greystone was really our first encounter. I remember when that show house came together, and I looked at all the designers that were doing rooms and. Uh, It's kind of a famous internal story here. I went and said, oh, I want to work with Corrigan and I want to work with Ballard and all these like, you know, big time names in our business. And so I called them and said, whatever you want, sky's the limit, just name it. And they all said, oh, this would be great. And we all committed to do custom rugs together. And then um, the shoe dropping, you know, the proverbial shoe drop was my uh, production team went, have you seen how big that house is? (laughs) <laughs> and like all the rugs were like 18 by 40 and like, you know, 21 by 36 for all these massive rooms. Uh, but it was very worth it. And yeah, it was my first real um, working experience and social experience with Tim. And uh, I don't know, I think, it, I think it worked pretty well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Kyle, because I think that what we did was we made sure we designed the rug in a way that it could be divided up into four rugs later because yeah. no one would need that bigger rug again. And so, I mean, Greystone, the rooms are huge. So, in, yeah. in,
1: Mr., in Mr. Corrigan's area, it had these beautiful, large red carpets, which actually inspired us. And we started making red carpets for like step and repeat for like uh, different charity functions and Oscar nights and all sorts of crazy stuff. And uh, And it was mostly for. Uh, design. But yeah, truth is, we had to cut it into smaller pieces because everybody wanted a six by eight. Nobody wanted a six by 35.
2: Yeah, exactly. That is so funny. But We when we met, we just we hit it off immediately. I mean, it was just like, you know, t- two best friends uh, immediately. And we just just we you know, we just always it was like, was this if we'd always should have known each other, and it was so special that we did. And and I think that's what made working together on this collection so incredibly wonderful was that we were we were great friends to start with before we'd ever really work together on anything. And you know, and I think that Tim,
1: what's thank you by the way. I love Mr. Corrigan. Um, he's so gracious with these these kind things he likes to say. But the other thing was interesting about it is that both of us had. Um, very, very similar backgrounds. We were both in like media and advertising uh, histories in our, our past careers. And I think serendipitously, almost around the same time, kind of decided to get into the design business. And uh, so I think, uh, you know, for Tim and I to sit around and talk about media and marketing, brand exercises and strategy, is like, Maybe almost more comfortable for us than we are uh, discussing design. Like, did you see that ad? Oh, it's terrible! This is what they're trying to do, and it's awful. <laughs> Super Bowl's a disaster. Uh, these these kind of conversations we've always had, and, and uh, uh, tell them some true Renaissance plan Really, is.
2: and I think what's what's fun is it's taking that marketing experience and applying it to our our new our new careers in design. And I think that's really what what has made it really sort of fun. In an additional element as our friendship.
0: Here's what's here's one of the things. I, there are so many things that I, I love about both of you. And, and we've, you know, Tim, I've known you for, for a few years, and, and Kyle, we've known each other now only a few months, but um, really hit it off and had an opportunity to, to talk. And here's some things that, that I, I want to just point out because I think they're so important. As successful as you both are, and it's not to hype you up. I mean, your, your work is, is iconic, both of you. You're, you're very free with your time um, when it's important. Your, your willingness, and when I say free with your time, I know how busy you are and how you have to schedule things, but you prioritize um, helping out your friends. That's, a, that's one thing that I think, um, you know, I've, I've spoken to a lot of people and a lot of people in the business. Not everyone's like that. Um, some people are just so completely focused on what they're doing that they don't, they don't recognize what opportunities present themselves. And I wanna go back to Greystone for a minute because I think it, it presents a really interesting example. Like if you would have said to me, um, you know, Tim, seeing your work, it's exquisite and talking about Greystone, and Kyle, seeing the work that you do, it's amazing. I wouldn't necessarily, at first blush, have put two and two together and said this is a great pairing, this is a great match. But that ignition rug,
2: exquisite and perfect for this for the place, right? Yeah, and and you know, and I think that that's one of the reasons that I really love uh, the work that Kyle does is that you can really do anything with the material, uh, and you can take something that is. That is, you know, totally unexpected. The way we've done with this, the Chateau collection, you would never ever think of taking these designs and reinterpreting them in hide. And yet, when you do, you see both the hides as well as the designs in a whole new way. And I think that's what's so exciting um, is to see that. And I think that it's that kind of kind of exchange that happens that that we have as a friend, as friends, comes to light. The rugs, you know, you sort of see it in a whole new way. And I think that's what's really great. Yeah, I've always, always said to, to
1: people, Josh, that like um, we are in a very fortuitous place. Like we're really good at making high carpets, but the, um, the material is really the star of the show. And we were smart enough to combine that with the talents of the designers we get to work with. So when somebody like Telm brings a design concept together, and then we use this unbelievably interesting and different material, and then we construct it properly and deliver it on time, which today's quite the challenge, right? It, it really gives us, uh, it's almost like an unfair advantage. Uh, we, we might get more credit than we're due, but we were smart enough to use the material and listen to smart people like Tim. And, uh, the results are kind of extraordinary sometimes. Yeah, but I want
0: to back away for one second because yes, absolutely. When it comes to the show, the material and the product is the star, right? But I want to back away a sec, because I think what's so important is this willingness to stop for a minute and to say, hey, you know, what if, why not? Let's give it a try. That's, right. that's the artistic value. And I think that, especially nowadays, people are moving. And, and it's not a complaint that people are moving so fast, especially coming out the way we are now, designers, architects, manufacturers, we have to move fast. Fast is key right now because we're trying to catch up to a to a to a, a, a roadblock. But there's that there's that moment where you stop down and you say, "Hey, wait a minute! I'm just going to stop for a second. What if?" Which leads to you know back to the ignition rug because I want to get to the Chateau collection because I, I feel like and. Maybe you can you can sort of give me the 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 roadmap to where we are today, but you know, with with rose ivory, camel, maple, copper in a hide rug in Greystone Manor, if you would have said to me beforehand, here's what we're thinking of doing, I would have been as surprised then as I am now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. Blame him. <laughs>
2: I brought the drugs and he used them. You know, I I actually would like to just touch on something that that you talked about, Josh, which is the idea about being um, giving of your time. And I think that um, that is such an important thing that we all in our industry need to be doing, um, a- and we need to be doing more of. And I think that I'm always sort of disappointed when I hear other designers or different people in the field who who sort of feel, well, it's not say sort of say that's not their responsibility. It is all of our responsibility to give back to our community. We have been, we are all very lucky. We've um, we've been given great opportunities. And we have to give those opportunities to other people. And I feel that um, whether it's through whether it's through events, whether it's teaching, uh, whether it's show houses, whatever it is, we need to be able to give back. We really I, I feel that we are uh, we are such a we are a stronger community when we do give back and help and train and bring new people into into the field.
0: And that's one of the reasons too why Tim, you know, especially with with Kyle, when we started talking and. Kyle, you're the best, man. He's like, yeah, hey, let's go talk to these folks and let's talk to these folks and let's, let's talk about this too. And what, what winds up coming out of these conversations is just this, this amazing dialogue about, about product. And, and more, most important to me anyway, is this collaboration and partnership. So we get to the Chateau collection and here's, here's what I find so amazing. And as I as I look at the collection itself, before we even get into like color palettes, I'm I'm looking at the the Aveson and Bull and uh, most to me the one that that strikes me personally most is this modern uh-huh. collection because you you get this there's a there's a hybrid effect when you look at it where there's there's lighting within a flat carpet and it's just so unusual and it's so unique and it's so unlike anything that I've ever seen before. I'm I'm curious how the collaboration and the partnership takes place because you had worked together before on Greystone, but then because this is a unique collection, uh, Tim, you and I have spoken before about the Chateau and, and knowing how you feel about this and where you are right now, that's your happy place. Yeah, and absolutely. that's... That's where your mind goes to recharge, and so to put it in the form of a collection and to use Kyle's skill and talent and intuition, I, I I'm curious how the conversation started and how ultimately you wound up with the collection that you have.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting. I think that um, we we talked a lot about what if we were going to do a collection, what it would be, and 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 I talked um, about the I what I thought was the importance of bringing a new design motifs to Kyle's collection uh, by and by doing that by going to the, the back to the to the history of carpets and particularly european carpets and that's really what i wanted to do by taking some of the great european carpet styles and applying them to um, to this technique with hides you mentioned modern modern's actually an interesting one um, because it really works well with the hides cuz what it's doing it's playing with a shadow and light and reflection. And what the hides do so beautifully is they actually do have this, this, they they catch light in very interesting ways. So you actually can create the shadow and the light that that is such an important part of the modern pattern, particularly. Um, so I think it's it's interesting that you that you responded to that. Um, but what I what was interesting was I started doing frankly fairly tame colorations. Um, of uh, of colorations that I could see using on my more classical projects that had, um, that that wanted to have um, these motifs, but using the hide. And I was like, gee, the hide is the revolutionary thing here, not so much the coloration. What Kyle and his team did was they took it to a whole nother level, was they said, fine, let's supercharge these colors as well. And that's where I think it went to this other level, which is beyond what I could have even imagined. And which is where the teamwork really paid off beautifully because I developed these beautiful designs um, that worked well with Hydes. And then his team took and did the colorations beyond what I could have ever imagined. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to you, Kyle? Yeah, it does. You know, Josh, I was just thinking about, you said something about
1: my intuition. And I think um, Tim and I had started playing around with this concept of like um, what these designs are going to look like and, and, and what they're going to kind of feel like. And that there was a, Tim's observation was a hole in the collection. And uh, so here we were, it was, uh, Tim, I want to say January, right? Of 19. Um, you know, here I was, I, I, I'd come to Paris, I was like, you know, I was in this, uh, Crazy relationship. I was all in love. I'm like, we're gonna go out to a chateau, and you know, and and you're gonna just, you know, and Mr. Corrigan's gonna take us there, and you got to see this place, and you know, it was all this, um, but it was really this um, incredibly passionate kind of um, um, like um, energetic moment of going to take the journey, and married with Tim's ideas, and I, I remember walking on of the property. And and, and it, it, the intuition for me was like, this is it. This is where it is. This is where the designs are based. It's a chateau collection. It's got the background of the space. It's got this romance. It's got this whole aura about it. And I think it, it was really the, you know, the kind of the two-year period of developing the designs and going back and forth. Tim and I would have this done in like three months, but COVID hit and it just kind of turned the world upside down. And I think our instinct was in the spring, just roll it out, let it be what it's gonna be, and let's make it vibrant and dynamic, kind of like flowers are blooming, like something's new. And let's just show the world that you can do fully saturated, dynamic things, maybe in the midst of this all. And I think I think we hit the right tone. I really do.
2: What's been so much fun is to see the incredible reaction we've had by people already. I mean, you know, Kyle's just keeps saying to me, well, we've sold this rug, we've sold that rug, we've sold this design. It's so exciting. Um, and and I actually had some people, I'm at, I'm at my chateau and I had some people here yesterday and I, I have some of the rugs out and people were just like, Oh my God, they're amazing. I actually had someone today even contacted me to say, how do I order one of those? Um, so it's just, it's, it, people are really loving the rugs they're loving the designs. And I think that is, it's exciting to have that sort of immediate reaction. Josh, just to add to that,
1: it's like we've done a lot of collections with a lot of different people and they all have varying degrees of like um, short and long-term success. Usually the market takes a while to embrace but the passion and the enthusiasm for this work has been like um like in it's been instant in a very unique way and i think it's because it's so different it, it it's like look at this departure from what we
2: normally do and people are, are really excited about it because it's just, I just think it's so unique. Uh, it, it's different from what what Kyle Bunting does, but it's also different from anything that's on the market. That's what's interesting is that it's it, it's, it's different on both levels. Uh, well, a couple of
0: things here that I want to ask you about. Tim, You you said the carpet is kind of like the trophy in the room. And when it comes to this idea of minimalism versus maximalism, right where and you were explain i've heard you explain this where you know if there are only six items in the room or six pieces in the room each one has has to has to have a greater share of voice right yeah. but if if you've got more then then perhaps less but here's what's so interesting to me about this you had, you had mentioned this this idea on how it how it moves light and how it that's why with the with the modern uh, series, but with with the polonaise, you know, it's interesting because traditionally, you know, eighteen seventy eight thought to be made in Poland, but it was, you know, it was Persian by nature. But a couple of the characteristics are silk pile and metallic brocade, right? So I'm interested to know if you took that into account when you're looking. At, does
2: does the hide shimmer? Does it as as a metallic might? It absolutely does. That is what is so incredible about the hides is that they have this life to them. They've got a depth and a texture that you don't find in any other material. And so you actually get the feeling of the, of the reflection that it could be a metallic. It could be the, you know the finest silk. I mean, it, it's got all that kind of depth. Uh, and what I love about it, and I you know Kyle, I don't think Kyle even sells it enough, is the fact of how sturdy these rugs are. So that's what I really love is that they these are really. sturdy. Sturdy, sturdy rugs, and you can have a light color in a, in a dark. Di- worry about it, and and I think that's one of the other things that I just love about these rugs. Well, and let's be honest too. I mean, the, the nature of the material,
0: it, it's it's not like the you know this is so precious that it's never seen the outdoors. I mean, this has been in rain and mud and sun. Exactly. It's it's handled all of the elements before. So why why wouldn't it handle uh, the the interior wear and tear?
2: It's, and that's, and it's such a great. That's what I like when people look at it and they say, and you know, and they say, really, how's that possible? And I say, think about a cow. It's been out there. It's been it's been living out there. And so you're exactly right. You're exactly right, Josh. we're you know we're using a byproduct.
1: I mean, our leathers are are predominantly produced for some other purpose. But I think the irony of this is is, uh, is most of everything we use are French in origin. They're Charlettes. Yes. and so I think that uh, the leather was very comfortable uh in uh, this design and uh it was almost hauntingly unusual at how um elegant the designs were engineered and how well they, they they came together they really did there's a science behind that that we're very good at the designs you know tones he's a little bit different in that his um uh, design perspective is so holistic i remember through the whole design process that we, we kind of stayed true to the traditional motifs, but we made things that were constructible, and that Tim had a lot of input on that was different than a lot of the things we've made in the past, but this, you know, designers say, won't this be beautiful? And this idea, of course it will, but the Tim was as, as involved in the engineering and color side of it as, as, as any uh, of us were, which I think kind of what made it gel together and made it so beautiful
2: because I really wanted them to be 21st century versions of these kinds of traditional uh, designs uh, and, and 21st century versions that, that could were translated into, into Hyde. Kyle, you called Tim an avant-garde interpretist,
0: which I think is so interesting in, in the nature of the concept, um, because when you think of something that is so high style using a material that is so basic. And then you start to think of not, what can I do with it? Because Kyle, you know what you can do with it. Then you start to think, how can we design it? How high style, how interesting, how intricate can we get? Where were the challenges with, with, this, with this collection?
1: You know, Till uh, is rarefied real. Mr. Corrigan's in a very unique place. He's designing and living in Chester, but he does it with a grace and an everyman perspective that I think makes it so attractive and approachable, Josh, to the people that have been kind of following it so fervently. And it's almost like Tim, he makes his journey our journey. And we get a little glimpse of what's happening there. And it, it, it goes from being a steward to being ours, And I think that's the difference with the way Telm approaches design. I, I, I frequently say to you know, opportunities like this or anybody that listen, interior design is, is, is to me, it's like one of the highest forms of art because it's so complex. It's dimensional, it's spatial, it's psychological, it's financial, it's logistical all the other holes you can add to it. It's a very complicated form of art to get it right. And I think that high quality professional designers like Tim are very unique and that they, they can kind of manage all of those um, unique characteristics to pull it together. And, that, and that, that Tim can do it in such a um, special way in a special place. and. Make it so approachable
2: for all of us uh, says a lot. One of many reasons I care for it so much. Well, thank you. That's very. I that really moves me. Thank you so much. It's it's really true. You you know, Josh, you couldn't um,
1: you couldn't do this kind of thing when you collaborate or you work with people or you do things with and for people you care for without genuine care and, and that, that intimacy and, and vulnerability, whatever you want to call it, of really being able to roll up your sleeves and tell them, you know, you care for them and let's do this right. It, it, it won't work. It will be half of what it could be. And I think uh, I told Tim when we finished this, I said, Timmy, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of it. I hope it sells well, but if it doesn't sell at all, I'll be as proud of it as I am today, as I will be if we sell a million of these things. Uh, I'm just really, because I know it is genuine. And it has the heart and soul of both of the sounds, and and I'd rather live my life standing on a, on standing up tall, knowing that, that um, you know it's got everything we can go into. It really means a lot.
2: And you know what's interesting is, is what I love about the collection is that I find it that it really is a timeless collection. You can depending on how you colorize it, 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 it these are these these classic wonderful designs. That can can go into any type of. They can go into the most contemporary and make and make that contemporary space um, have a sense of authenticity, or can go into the most traditional space and give a sense of freshness. And I think that that's what it, that's why it has such breadth and has has got such. I think it's going to have such um, evergreen uh, some longevity to it. It's specified in ways
1: we've um, had it used in the show house and um a large uh, empire carpet we just had it very contemporary black and white photography and you know it's an incredibly interesting space and here it has this like classic dark empire motif just wall to wall over the whole space and it looks amazing yeah uh, it, it really is it's more diversified uh rooms than i had i had
0: suspected what i have what i've what i've witnessed in the past when it comes to to certain collections is and and kyle you mentioned this to this this interpersonal relationship and with with this relationship comes a, a lot of trust right and with that trust sometimes you have to have difficult conversations um because you have a creator on one side you have a creator on the other side but the disciplines are are very very different and, you, you know, Tim, I, I want to sort of dive down a little bit when you spec- when you when you're creating a collection that is yours, you know what you want from it. Kyle, you're looking at what can I do with it? And technically, you know, you've heard people say, well, do this like, well, it, the physics preclude yeah. me from doing that. <laughs> what was there any was there any of that? with this was there any like no I'm sorry I can't do that or was how what was the collaboration like
2: yeah no it was interesting it was because I for me yes I mean there was some of that and I think um what what's great about that is that's what I love that's what I love learning is learning how he actually makes these rugs and how what the risk you know what the, the guidelines are by it it's it's true anytime you develop a designer that works on with any collection is that there are restrictions and actually when you have restrictions you actually can creative uh you know because you have to say all right well how do i work with that restriction and and accomplish what i want so I, I actually had no problem with those restrictions at all um you know there are things that you have to do in terms of size the amount of because the hide can only be cut certain sizes and, and, and things like that all those things those restrictions actually um uh really made it made it for a better end product um and again our i want to come keep coming back to it is that our relationship and our friendship uh, gave me allowed me to trust him to go ahead and do colorations that I would have never ever dreamed of. The one that's you know the field on the behind you, um, uh, Josh is. I mean, those are colors that I would not have thought of together. And 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 Kyle and his team just did an amazing job. And I was just like wow, I love it. It's like, you know, it's, it's just spectacular. And I think it was because of that trust that I did not feel like I needed to be um, heavy handed and sort of say, oh, I don't know, this is my baby. I need to protect it. I was like, we together could, could take it to another level. And that's what I think made the collaboration so special.
1: Yeah, it, it, Josh, I'm gonna echo what Tim says. The thing that jumps out to me is really, uh, was there was a moment about color. We had a handful of kind of repeatable, colorways that were, you know, fairly subtle and, you know, following, uh, I don't want to say following, but they felt like they were on certain elements of a trend. And I, and we kept seeing them and, and we were drawing all these. And I finally printed out about a hundred different versions of all these. And I stuck them all over the walls and I called Joe on FaceTime I'm like, you got to see this. And I'm like running him around. He's like, Oh my God, I love it. I love it. I said, can we just make this kind of like a, like a bowl of Skittles? Like just pockets and pockets full of candies, just really vibrant and show, because I think the, the long history of the way these carpets have been made, they've run through every type of color trend you can imagine. So why not show that maybe that new, not historical vibrancy, but why don't you honor it because they've
2: moved a lot because they've been in production for so long. Well, and the thing is that the tr- traditional Savonnerie, um, those are bright, bright. Those were always bright rugs. So it actually, it's not, it's it's in keeping with history um, to to do those in those in these bright colors. Um, and and so I think that's interesting. But the other thing we found was that actually just doing them with all the, in one color. There's a couple of the rugs that are just all in white, which are amazing. You just see all this incredible detail. Um, or there's another one, the, the boule, which is done in sort of in yellows and, and, and all different shades of yellow. It's, um, it's a knockout. It's just amazing. Um, and I sort of like, I, as, as I was seeing them come together, I was like, well, I want that one. I want that one. You know, It's like, why didn't I think of that one to start with? <laughs> so.
0: there's a, um, there's, a, there's a modern in blue. Uh, that I was looking at to your point, and, I, and it's just exquisite how, because of how the, how the two blues pop against each other. Question though, um, I, and I'm interested when I, when I think of Chateau, I think of the comment you mentioned earlier about um, Greystone, and it's such a large right. format. I'm curious because you can't have a, what did you say, 8 by 30 but how do you, and does it translate down to a smaller format for, for purpose
2: of scale? Kyle, you talk to that because you've done such an amazing job with some of these rugs already.
1: You know, we've all been able to um, sort of, to the dismay of my engineering department, uh, we've always kind of said, um, you know, any pattern, any size, any color, you know, whatever you want. Um, but these, um, there's so many motifs in these type of patterns. It's actually the first time we kind of had to put a, a repeat boundary on some of the work which because they, they have to literally follow a certain sequence, you can't move these things around and have it fit. And and what I think was, honestly was a little bit liberating is once you had the fixed sizes and the designs, all of a sudden it just became a question of, of, of color and concept. Like we know it has to work like that. All right, well that, that, that's, a, that's over with. Let's go crazy with colorways. And uh, uh, I, I, I'm really, um, I, I think it, it, it um, offers designers a reasonable boundary. Uh, people are pretty safe with a certain repeat, but we've made them proportionate to what will be some fairly standard sizes. And so um, I, I'm, I'm glad it kind of worked out that way. Every once in a while, we, we have been asked to move it a couple of times, but that's just what we do. It's custom. So we're, we embrace it and we figure it out.
0: So listen, um, I absolutely love this. Uh, This is going to, okay. So we have to turn this into the two-parter now. This was absolutely amazing. I love this conversation just to get so technical. um, And it's not, Kyle, you know how difficult the, the, the technical side of the construction part of it is. I think it's just as interesting and fascinating the collaborative partnership Side of of the technical business because when I look at at some of these patterns, they're just absolutely exquisite. And regardless of what the material is, it's still just it's so amazing to put these things. There are things that I haven't seen, colors and and patterns that I haven't seen put together in that manner before. And and I'm curious, the last question I have for you before we we jump out, um, is there anything that you would have done differently or would have changed or or to the was there anything that surprised you how it came out better than you had expected?
2: I would have been braver with coloration from the start, and uh, that really taught me a lot um, about just even the way I work as a designer of of pushing i I, I, I love color. I'm not I'm not a, pr- a designer who who is afraid of color, but uh, but I think I would have. Um, I think as a designer, what what it taught me was to to embrace color even more and uh, be be open to um, wonderful different color combinations that that are unexpected.
1: Honestly, um, Tilm brought such a wealth of knowledge to this, Josh, about the history of these carpets and such a strong perspective on what it should look like, so that it is both um, you know contemporary and traditional and and offers you know designers. Um, um, A unique portfolio of design choices with respect to pattern i think that um honestly there's nothing i would have done differently except of course you know not have a pandemic so that we can (laughs) on the chateau and show it in those rooms but as i told tim i said i think there's a part two to this um in our future where we you know bring more of this to life and we shoot it on location so you can kind of see it in the space but i Uh, that's the only thing that i would have done differently but there's there's not anything in this grouping um i I think it was a really beautiful balance tim's um design knowledge is is kind of unparalleled and and it was really all about his historical notion of what these things are going to look like and then we brought the material in construction but we were maybe we were on and on the color side and we and i think that goes back to the thing you said earlier which was. It's like that trust, right? Like, hey, how about we go here and do it this way? And we started talking about like, let's just put it out and say, hey, the world deserves a you know something bright in the middle of this thing. Let's get out of here, polish everything, blow the bugles and wait for the chateau to be done. But it's like, let's get it out, man. Let's good. show it off. And, and we did it. And I think we did a good job.
0: Yeah, I love it. I think it's exquisite. And, and you know, I, bo- I think the, the absolute world of both of you. Thank you for taking the time to share this collection with us. I, it's just amazing. And with your permission, what I'd like to do is do a part two. And the part two, I want to get into the history and the historical reference behind how the work wound up the way it did, because I think that that's really important, too
2: great. Josh, I just want to I want to thank you because you, know, you are we, we both adore you and love you. And, and thank you for, for having us do this today. So thank you. Thank you. Ditto. Absolutely. love Thank you, Josh. Ditto. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Kyle
0: for being part of this. I am so fortunate to have friends like you. I really enjoyed our time together and absolutely love the collection. Thank you, Walker Zanger and Thermosol for your partnership. And thank you for listening and subscribing to the podcast. Keep those emails coming. Convo by design at outlook.com. Adding the word pleasure to our architectural and design aspirations will make life better for all those who choose to embrace this idea. See if you can add this word to what you do every day and see what happens i'm looking forward to seeing you again in person at a design event near you very soon until then be well and take today first